You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. And a lady came up to us. And, and she walked up here, you know, and said uh, uh, to the pastor, uh, I wanted to get, you know, she didn't say to the, to the healing ministers, because they were in healing ministry, said to the pastor, I wanted to get brother, called this main one that did the preaching, to minister, to lay hands on me for healing. But the pastor said, sister, did, you know, he's been announcing, you know, uh, this is a special miracle night tonight. You know, they've been ministering to sick other nights, but this night they'd announce, bring your stretcher cases, you know, and everybody, you know. And he's going to minister at the close of the service and just wait and get in the healing line. No, no, she said, I want him to lay hands on me now because just as soon as he prays, I'm going home, go to bed. <laughs> yes, she said that. <laughs> well, now, what is she going to get if they pray? Nothing. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his classic teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, did you ever stop to think about it? Now, just stop and think just a little bit. Did you ever stop to think about these two blind men were not born-again, spirit-filled people? Were they? Certainly not. Certainly not. Now, they may have been, I don't know, I suppose, assume that they were Jews because they cried out to him, called him the Son of Lamb of God, and may have been walking in whatever light they had, but they had certainly never been born again because Jesus hadn't died yet, hadn't risen from the dead yet, and they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost hadn't come yet. You know, certain ones were anointed for certain reasons as God will. Well, now listen. But yet, Jesus, notice, talks about their believing. He discusses their believing with them. Doesn't he? In, in one sense of the word, Elijah, you might say, he's saying to them, what do you believe? Or in other words, what do you believe about this? I told you about one of this assistant pastors, or associate pastors here in town, here in Tulsa, one of the full gospel churches. He was telling me that one of the members sick, one of the men homesick in bed. He called in for prayer. The church secretary said, well, the pastor's not here. He'd gone over to Oklahoma City for some reason or another on some business or something. But one of the assistants was here. Well, it'd be all right for him to come, you see. So he went out to follow James 5, 14. Is any sick among them? Call, oh, both of them were obeying that. Let him call the elder church. Let them pray over him. Lord, the Lord, name of the Lord, the prayer of faith, save the sick. Lord, so raise him up. If he committed sin, shall be forgiven him. And so he told me, you know, he read these scriptures to the man. The man knew him. He was a member of a full gospel church, actually the Assembly of God Church here in the city. And, and, and he'd heard all these scriptures. But he read them again from his testament and took his little oil bottle and anointed his forehead and laid his hand on him and started praying. And he said to me personally, he said, I must have been inspired by the Spirit because I didn't think it. Right in the middle of my prayer, I say the middle, maybe the, well, I'd begun to pray, maybe the, third of my prayer. I don't know how long I would have prayed, really. But anyway, right in the middle of the whole thing, so to speak, he said, I heard these words come out of my mouth. What do you, think about that, a fellow praying suddenly say, what are you going to be doing tomorrow? <laughs> and without thinking, the man answered back, said, well, I'll be here in the bed sick. And he just stopped his prayer. He said, well, there's no need to pray then. If you're not going to get anything, why pray? 
Are you listening? Amen. The man thought a little bit about that. He said to his wife, hand me the phone. Dial, dial my office. So she dialed the office and handed it to him. He said, this is so-and-so. I just wanted to call in and let you know I'll be in to work tomorrow. Hung up the phone and said, now pray. He prayed and the man is healed. Can you see the difference of believing? Can you see the difference of what you believe? Why did he say I'll be in bed here tomorrow sick? Because he believed it. I was preaching one time down in the southern part of Oklahoma. We went over to Paris, Texas. We didn't have any Saturday night service where I was preaching meeting in church. Pastor said, Brother Ian, so-and-so, two other ministers, in those days I was in the Voice of Healing, associated with the Voice of Healing. And there's two other Voice of Healing preachers preaching over there in Paris. So we went over to visit their meeting. See, they had a Saturday night meeting. We, we were standing, the, the, the two of them and the pastor over there in Paris, Texas, and myself and the pastor, I went, there's five ministers. We're standing around here at the front. It's about time to start the service. Just almost time, you know, the musicians already playing. We just stand there talking, fellowship a little bit. And a lady came up to us. And, and she walked up here, you know, and said uh, uh, to the pastor, uh, I wanted to get, you know, she didn't say to the, to the healing ministers, because they were in the healing ministry, said to the pastor, I wanted to get brother, called this main one that did the preaching, to minister, to lay hands on me for healing. But the pastor said, sister, did, you know, he's been announcing, you know, uh, this is a special miracle night tonight. You know, they've been ministering to sick other nights, but this night they'd announce, bring your stretcher cases, you know, and everybody you know. And, and he's going to minister at the close of the service and just wait and get in the healing line. No, no, she said, I want him to lay hands on me now because just as soon as he prays, I'm going home, go to bed. Uh -huh. Yes, she said that. <laughs> well, now, what is she going to get if they pray? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Can you see that? She didn't expect to get nothing. You know, we quote that whole proverb sometimes, blessed he that expecteth nothing, for he shall not be disappointed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Believe in. Oh, it's of utmost importance what you believe. No. Jesus is not talking about what he believes, what Jesus believes, but he's talking about what they believe. Believe ye that I'm able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Or in our word, in our way we talk, they said, Yes, Lord. Now notice this. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. If you're going to do the works of Jesus, sometimes that's the way you minister. Sometimes that's what you do. You lay hands on people and say, according to your faith, be it done unto you. And you know they'll get mad when you do it? They want it according to your faith. But now wait just a minute. Oh, I know, I've been there. <laughs> Wait a minute, not one single time, not one single time did Jesus ever touch anybody, pray for anybody, minister to anybody, and say, according to my faith, so be it done unto you. Not once, not once. 
And no man has a right to do it in his name. You're, you're treading on quicksand, so to speak. Are you listening? The servant's not above his master. Amen. Not one single time did Jesus ever say to anybody, according to my faith, be it unto you. Now, you know, a lot of time we try to. I'm just as guilty as you are. I've tried it myself, but I never got it to work yet. Oh, yeah, boy, I tried. Oh, how hard I tried. But it's not according to my faith. You know, like I tell sometimes, you know, this is just one incident out of many, but I believe year before last, not this past Christmas, but Christmas before last, one of our students here. Of course, he had heard faith preached all down through the fall. I teach the faith classes, you know, and that's right and good. What he heard was right. He didn't necessarily apply it always right. So he went home at Christmas time, came back, dejected, faith don't work, wanted to talk to me. I talked to him just crossing between buildings. I don't have a lot of time to stop and talk. Got a lot of things coming up. He wants to know, now I know Brother Egan, I had faith. I know I believe. How come Uncle Charlie to die? Well, I said in the first place, I don't know how come Uncle Charlie to die unless the Lord told me and he didn't tell me. I don't even know Uncle Charlie. But now I, I, I know I was believing. I know I was believing. I know I made the right confession. I said, yeah, but now what did Uncle Charlie want to do? Oh, I said he wanted to go on and be with the Lord. Well, according to your faith, so be it done unto you. That's what he wanted, so that's what he got. Are you listening? I said, are you listening? Can you see something there? I trust you can. How should he have tried to help Uncle Charlie? Just purely on his own faith? No. Jesus didn't just try to help these two blind men on his own faith. He talked about their faith. He tried to get their faith and did get their faith to work in and in the right direction, didn't he? I said, didn't he? How do you do that? With teaching. With teaching. Praise God. I don't know whether I'm helping you or not. I'm, I'm preaching me happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say amen if you can. If you can't say amen, say oh me. Because it's all so. I'm not going to take it back. It's all so. Now, now here's something else. I want you to observe and notice. See, I'll, I'll reiterate, not one single time. Read all the four Gospels carefully. I've read them 150 times and many more than that. Not one single time did Jesus ever say to anybody, according to my faith, so be it done unto you. Secondly, not one single time did Jesus ever say to anyone, according to the apostles' faith, so be it done unto you. Or according to my followers' faith, so be it done unto you. He always dealt with the individual and their faith. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagan. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagen, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. 
Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, listen, we also have a magazine called the Word of Faith Magazine, and you can go to rhema.org and you can read it online. That's right. Or you can download it. You can also, at rhema.org, you can also access uh, Rhema Praise and archived uh, conferences that we've had. Yes. And then you can, if you want to, you can listen to the Rhema for Today, our radio podcast. podcast. That's right. Uh, man, we also have a Roku. Roku. We have channel there. That's right. In fact, I think we were one of the first ministries yeah. to get a channel we on Roku. 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 Okay. That's right. Maybe I'll say it right next time. Okay. <laughs> and, and you can also join us live on Sunday and Wednesday evening for our uh, Rama services right here in the Broken Arrow mm-hmm. Campus yep. at rama.tv, 10 a.m., and 6 p.m. on Sunday, that's Central Time. That's right. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for Hour of Power. Mm-hmm. We invite you to, to, to do that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, you can download the Rama USA app, app. Uh-huh. on your on iPhone, your, your smartphone, your iPhone, Android, uh, iPad, iPad, mini That's iPad. Right. That's and right. And you can, you can watch right there on that. Well, you know, there's... We, we, what, what we're trying to do is to use every avenue available to tell people about Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. And you know what? There's a lot of you that have become our partners. We yes. call them work partners. Yes. That helps us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.